Welcome into another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. We are connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. Alex Dono alongside Jerry Mancini. Jerry, I think my house is haunted or I, I'm just cursed. So I, I upgraded my internet and I'm having more problems than I had when the internet was for. So I don't know, bros. Just bear with me on this episode. And and what a friend this Jerry Mancini is. So I, I get a call from Jerry. We're talking on the phone yesterday. And I think the first thing you said to me was, wow, Inter's going to be really bad this year, eh? And I'm like, just let me enjoy one afternoon, Jerry. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah. Um, I had nothing else to say at the moment there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Like you called me just to tell me how much you think my team is gonna suck is basically why you called me. Well, apparently Roma's gonna win the scudetto, so uh, I, I think uh, I think the league settled. Um, I think they're having a, a very good mercato, but uh, Great mercato. I, but I, I would hold the horses to jump the gun because, and we can talk about that after. I don't wanna start with Roma because they can kiss my ass. But uh, yeah, I, I think this transfer market's starting to heat up and uh, I'm I'm curious to see about Inter and what their next move is. And we talked about that last week. And the one thing that I, I saw Nima tweet about and, and, and made me tweet the picture was Mato Icardi and Wanda Nara, Zara, Wanda there. Wanda. Wanda. Zara is the sister. Yeah. yeah I, but um, they're getting a, they're actually getting a divorce. Is that what it is? The, the, the articles that I read, and yeah, I read more than one of them, say that they're, it's like it's heading towards divorce. I think they're in a separation and Wanda has been telling people like there's no turning back. They can't fix it. But didn't, and this is probably a little bit worse, but didn't like a year ago, didn't they split up at least like she started like angrily because I guess he cheated on her or something, which is kind of ironic because, you know, she cheated on her ex-husband to get with Mauro in the first place. So I guess what goes around comes around. But they they had like a problem like last year where it looked like they were going to separate them. They got back together. So who knows? They may get back together. But yeah, according to the reports in like the tabloids in France and Italy that they're they're headed for a divorce. And Jerry, it makes me wonder what might have been if he had never even married her in the first place, because it it really seemed like Ikadi had a lot of things figured out on the pitch. And then once he got with Wanda and all the drama of her being the wife and the agent and all the difficulties and all the complications she caused, he'd probably still be at Inter now and probably would have won a couple more Capo Cananieres along the way. Um, now, listen, I, I think Inter, Inter ended up doing fine when they you know, got rid of Icardi and replaced him with Lukaku, who was incredible for two years, and I hope he can be incredible again now that he's back on Inter. But who knows? Like it could, Mato could have been a completely different player. Like he could have continued the upward trajectory because you know he's not been the same guy that he was a few years ago. He could have continued that upward climb, and he who knows how much better he could have been if not for all the distractions that came from Wanda in the first place. And he still might be at Inter doing well, bagging goals to this day. 
Uh, you can you, you can only blame Wanda uh, as much as you can, but at the end of the day, he as an individual needs to know when to put his wife aside and say, you know what, maybe it's time for a new manager. And yeah. and, and you do, and there's nothing wrong with that. You 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 know that she's your wife or whatever the heck she is, but um, and and you focus on your relationship and you find a new agent um yeah i she never she never should have become his agent in the first that's place. the biggest mistake yeah they should have kept that separate the professional and the personal should be separate so i i don't want to i don't want to put full blame on her agent but at the same time he needs to figure out right from wrong what he needs to do on and off the pitch to help his club um that's that's what it comes down to um a lot of maybe he was immature at the time and he needed some growing up and now you you look i'm looking at his stats and how many it's been what two hold on it's been three seasons now since he's been departed and uh you know what the season he left he scored 12 goals in league the year after he scored seven and this past year he scored four wow um, Worse every year, huh? I, I don't. Well, I know the playing time has gone down every year too. It, is it is it bad when you're scoring twelve goals and three assists in twelve hundred minutes played? Is it bad when you're scoring scoring seven goals and four assists the season after in a thousand minutes played, mm. and then four goals in a thousand minutes? That's that's a goal per two hundred minutes. Uh, or well, last year is a little bit more, actually three hundred minutes, but still. It also means he's playing a lot less, though, so they trust yeah. him on the pitch. Exactly, but and he lo- and he looks fat now. Like, have you have you seen him the last no. like year and a half? Like, <laughs> he he looks like he's got a and he's he's got like a hundred kids, but he looks like he's got a dad bod now. I, I don't know. I don't want to judge because that I haven't seen him and I don't know how he is his game overall. I know that Nemo said on Twitter he would he would gladly take him back if it's Wanda Cardi free though. Like she can't be around him. Um. Depending on the price, if if it's a very modest price and PSG are willing to take on his wages, and let's just say Inter takes 20-30%, I don't see the risk because he is a proven goal scorer. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen. I I think if he wants to come back to Italy... Um, I, I don't think I don't think Inter wants him back. If he wants to come back to Italy, maybe you know. And, and again, I'm not even talking about who needs strikers at this point, but just like Opnia, I think it'd be more likely he would go to Juventus or Milan than Inter at this point. I don't know, man. Why wouldn't he come back though? It's not. It was Conte that wanted him out in the first place. So I was Spalletti. Sp- Spalletti wanted him out. That, that's when they, they had the whole trot. Remember when oh, Spalletti yes. took the armband? Yes, but, yes. Uh, like it, it's fun. And dude, I am I'm going to, and I'm not talking trash about Roma. That's Jerry's job, not my job. But I cannot wait to see if Spalletti or no Sp- Sp- Spalletti. What am I saying? He's at Napoli. He was at Roma before. He's at Napoli now. But you see, I, I want to see how Spalletti does with Osimen because didn't Spalletti have uh, a little a little issue with him like on the training pitch recently? Like I, I would love to see if Spalletti, who had the issues with Totti, he had the issues with Icardi. I'd love to see if he has any issues uh, in Napoli now. So we yeah, will but, see. But but he left when Conte arrived, and Conte didn't want him in his team. 
So he pushed to get him done, to get him out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. On a loan deal, it's it's possible. I, I could see Monza. I agree with Anthony. I, I think Monza, Monza and because I think Monza was looking into Ikadi recently, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I saw those rumors. I, I think that could be a spot he could wind up. Well, again, I, 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 I guess because I'm I'm not an Inter fan, I look at a neutral and say, hey, yeah, he can go back. I don't see why he can't score goals. But as an Inter fan, if sorry, if you're an Inter fan, I guess that because the history and and what he did and the scar he left, especially in the Banta era, yeah, and 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 the difficulty that it was for them, um, how do you how do you bring him back, right? I guess Romelu Lukaku is a different situation because he gave two strong seasons. And and admitted that he, he regretted leaving and now he's back, but he still has to prove himself regardless. But um yeah. I guess I, I at the end of the day, I think Icardi's is a luxury more than anything because I think Inter has bigger issues to 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 fill, which is wing back we said last week. Yeah. Wing back's the biggest position. Uh, and maybe another defender, but um yeah, I I don't know what to uh, to make of that. I I I guess it I wouldn't bother. Yeah, I mean the the big you're right because the, the the attacks the attacks full right now. And listen, in, in a different universe, like they probably would have liked to have moved Jacko, and that didn't happen. They they finally get Alexis off the books, but they still have a full attack. Even uh, even move even moving on from Alexis, so the the attack is pretty set. But like you said, Jerry, the big question for mm-hmm. Inter is going to be wing back uh, because there are a couple of teams in the Premier League, um, Chelsea and Man United, who are reportedly looking into Denzel Dumfries. Now, if you believe the Inter side of it, they would only sell him for 50 million euros or more that's what they're saying um you know maybe that means they could that that might just be what they're saying to try and drive up the price maybe they could agree to 40 million and obviously clubs in in the epl can clearly afford it because like the lowest tier clubs in the epl are outspending all of the teams in italy that's just the way the mercato is going so listen if if you get you know an an inter obviously with steven jang they need to make plus valenza so if you can get a good plus valenza on on Dumfries, it's good for the books, but then it's hard to replace him, you know, at the end of the transfer window. So uh, there, there's a couple of players like Castagne or Odrio Zola, who Inter could look into, which, I, you know, Dumfries is all right. I don't think either of these players are that quality. Castagne, who was uh, in Atalanta a couple of years ago, Odrio Zola was on uh, loan at Fiorentina last year from Real Madrid, I believe. So like there are possible replacements replacements out there. I guess the trail for uh, Singo from from uh, Torino has has dried up maybe because I haven't heard that name brought up in a couple of days. I would love to have him if they did sell Dumfries, but yeah, I, I don't think like if they did sell Dumfries, Jerry, it's good for the books, but it makes the team a little bit worse. There's no question about it, right? They already lost Perisic on the left. Losing Dumfries on the right would be tough. Yeah, I, I don't know what their follow-up plan is if they were to sell Dumfries because they must have a plan B in, in to get 50 million like it's tough like but Chelsea is desperate too though yeah and they are. and they're so desperate because I've never seen Chelsea get rejected 
so like they've already been turned down like two or three times and that's kind of like uncommon and they're they're throwing good money like they're throwing some good money at players and Kundes went to Barcelona I guess I guess Spain has a a advantage when it comes to to weather and that's true oh, lifestyle, lifestyle think, for sure <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I think Spain yeah. may, may yeah. even edge all Italy when it comes well, to Well, here's where it doesn't, because. right? Spain and Italy are very close. I think where close? Italy has the edge is uh, the taxes. The oh, tax the structure tax. is better. Because yes. in Spain, like you remember when freaking uh, Ronaldo and Messi both got caught tax evasion mm -hmm. because the, the tax structure in Spain from, and obviously neither Jerry or I live in Europe. Uh, we both live in North America. But from what I understand, the tax structure in Spain is even worse than Italy. Yes, that's right. They got that tax decree, if that if I'm saying it right, where they shelter and all that. Yeah, and it's like for I think certain players, like when they got when Nacho got Vidat Marici, the growth decree is what it that's is. That's it. The growth yeah. decree. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there are some benefits from playing in in Italy, but um, I don't know, man. I I don't know what. Inter is going to do what the direction is, but uh, I think there's what three weeks left in the Mercato, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of question marks still for teams. And, oh, yeah. and, and I think, aside from Inter, I think Juventus is another team where it, it's really strange because you have a team here that is so used to spending money and buying the marquee players and what's their direction i like to know because you got di maria who comes in and is not young you bring in a pogba who is is on a lifeline support there you got to talk about him yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll let you, I'll let you finish then we'll get to him we'll, yeah. we'll get to him but like you're getting these aging players and i know they got some really good academy players but i think this team is is heading down a path where they're going to really hit a, a wall where they're just going to get too old. And I wonder when Juventus decides to try to do a little bit what Lazio is doing, where they're, 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 they're trying to make it a younger team with a little bit of depth. And, and I don't see Juve really having that trust in their younger players. And there's going to be a time where Juve might need a, a like a rebuild and yeah like yeah you can spend money but money doesn't necessarily develop young players overnight they buy them and, and they're good at the moment but they're not great they need to get to that level to be great um and you need players to nurture and, and learn through the process you know what I mean like like an example is like Savage when he came to Lazio and it was like seven years ago and he didn't come at 28, 29. He came at like nine, like 20 years old and like he devolved into the player he is now. Like I just wonder what, what you guys will do. But aside from that, and me, I think like you, you bring in Bremer, it's a good acquisition for their back end, but the, even their back end has a lot of holes and, what are they going to do? Are they going to depend on Bonucci all year? Like, Bonucci's mm -hmm. really taking a step back in his game. Um, the midfield, now we can go to that. Pogba, 
what were they thinking? I I'm gonna I tweeted out that they did some good signings. I was absolutely wrong about Pogba. I never mm-hmm. took into consideration when I tweeted out about his injury. I completely didn't think about his injury history, and I still think Di Maria is a good signing. I I will not judge that. I think his time at PSG was really good, and I and I think that he will provide some spark up front. But with Pogba, you 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 you're you're caught in a crossfire because you're choosing five weeks of therapy. I don't know what the heck they call it therapy or alternative treatment for his meniscus. Yeah. That's risky because well, and, and the only I think the only reason why he's doing I don't think it has anything to do with Juventus. He's doing yeah, it because it doesn't. he doesn't want he doesn't want to miss the World Cup. He's doing it yeah. because he wants to play in the Qatar World Cup. And like honestly, if I'm if I'm Juventus, I mean obviously like some fans may think, oh well, this is better because we get him back in five or six weeks instead of you know missing you know close to a season. But it's really not better because you've invested in this player. And if he's taking this risk where if not for the World Cup coming up this winter, he'd probably have surgery, but then maybe come back stronger after getting surgery that he should have. But he's seeking alternative treatments so he doesn't miss a World Cup. What happens if he complicates the injury? What happens if, you know, he has a back and maybe it gets worse and he has to have surgery anyway and the timetable gets even longer? Um, it's he, he's taking a risk and, you know. Like, I, I don't know, maybe selfish is too strong of a word because the World Cup only rolls around every four years and, you know, he doesn't want to miss this one. Uh, but still, like, he is he is making this decision for a selfish reason. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. Um, but, and, and, I'll, and I'll go to a book I just read. And it's, 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 all, it's pretty outdated, but it, it's from, like, I think 2013 it said in the book when it was written. But it was the Andrea Pirlo's book and oh yeah and it's a really good read anybody who is looking for a good book to read it's it's a biography about him and he to me i consider that guy a philosopher of how he thinks and um what what i liked about is is when he talked about italy and he said that he would choose italy over any club he paid for any day of the week, he says in the book. Mm, like, wow. He's like, I don't care that I play for Juve. I don't care that I play for Milan. Along these words, he said it basically. He goes, as a player, the only thing you think about is playing for your country and putting on that jersey, that 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 flag that you were born with, and. He goes, it's nice that you get to play in City and you get to play in Champions League. But the main goal, he goes, for a player is always to represent their country. It's what it's what they always think about doing. And, right. and, and he goes, it's hard because, like, not everybody makes the team. So, yeah. and, and, and there's always, here's the thing he talks about, too. And, and what sucks is it's always the team versus the country where – they don't want the player to go because they need him for the club. Is there and, and and the club are the ones that are you know really paying the the real wages, right? I mean, they're, yeah. they're they're paying a big salary for these guys. The countries aren't exactly. So it's uh 
it's it's a good point, but when he talks about how much it meant to him playing for Italy, and he would never he that when he won the World Cup, he wouldn't trade anything for that. Like yeah. th- at the end of the day, but and I think Pogba is in the same situation where he's got to choose between club and country. And I think right now he would rather play for his country. Yeah. That's that's what it comes down to. What is, what does Juventus really mean to him? Nothing. What is what does France mean to him? Well, that's that's the country he represents, and like that's what he wants. Like that's what he thinks about, right? Yeah. So, and and I do agree with that comment that World Cup does kill most teams, but yeah. not this but, one. This one but, though, I mean, being right in the middle of the season, oh, it it does, but. Again, whoever voted Qatar is 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 the real genius. Like, <laughs> well, like, the people who voted for Qatar were the ones that were getting paid off by Qatar under the table. That's corruption is why they have a World Cup. So, and and I'm gonna go off topic for a second. And 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 I thought this was pretty interesting in the book. And um, it, it was Pirlo talking about how players have to warm up for 20 minutes before the game. Mm-hmm. And he said it was probably the worst thing that he hated in, a, in in football. Like one of the worst things he hated. He he goes, warming up for 15 minutes, 20 minutes before a game has to be the biggest waste of time, he goes. You're, yeah, he, he talks about like, he goes, I get so bored out that I have to distract myself and have to visualize something in my head to keep me going. And uh-huh. uh, it, it's it's interesting because I never think about like the twenty minutes. He goes, "We're out there, we're we're practicing, warming up." He's like, "I'd rather just straight go into a game, and that's it." Not that I have. He goes, "It's the worst when you're a visitor too, and you're the waiting because then you have the fans. Oh yeah, hackling like they 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 tap they, and it's pretty vicious." He goes, and. Yeah, you should read read the book. I thought that was interesting about the whole That's practicing. Cool. Yeah, and and there's another part where he talks about like the racism and and he goes that he goes it, it's sad that a certain team gets criticized for being racist. He goes, I can tell you every team he goes basically is racist. And he's, he includes Juventus. You mean the fans, right? Not yeah, the, the fans. He fans, goes yeah. that he goes the 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 trips that you have to take. He goes the, the security that you you that they have on site is never enough, and it's it's ridiculous. Wow. What? Yeah, he he mentions a story about when he went to Napoli, and how it really got bad there. But like, yeah, it's a, it's a, a very interesting book and a, a different perspective of like how the player itself and what they go through. So it's 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 pretty good. I want to check that out. Do you know what's the book called? Um, you have it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I can find it easily. It's just Pirlo's biography. Yeah, I can find it, but I'm curious because I, I would like to check that out. Or yeah, I could probably I could probably buy it because like I've got I, like I don't buy like hard copy books anymore. I just like read them on my iPhone. I buy them in the the bookshop on there. So I'll probably do that. It's if called I, I think. It there. It's called I think. Therefore, I play. I like that. It's old old philosophy thing. Um, yeah. So I do want to, especially since I, I made like the episode thumbnail with Jose Mourinho kissing the uh, the Conference League trophy. Um, Roma, Jerry, they they've definitely they've improved most 
out of any Italian team in the transfer window. I don't think there's any question about that. Now, they, you know, the floor was a little bit lower from where they started when you compare them to an Inter, a Juve, or, or to a Milan. So there was more room for improvement there. But they've made some excellent deals. I mean, I love this Wijnaldum move. Uh, you know, we were talking before the show what they have a, a gentleman's agreement now for Belotti. We'll see if that one gets consummated. Obviously, Dybala was the big headline maker. Like, Roma has made a ton of noise. Um, do you think that on paper, they're top four now? Do you think they're top four now on paper? Or do you still think they could fall a spot or two short of that? Because I think on paper, now, you know, matches are not won on paper. Trophies are not won on paper. But I think on paper, they look like a top four side to me now. Probably maybe sneaking in in fourth. They definitely have improved their squad. I have a few questions. One, these players all arrived late in training camp. So they mm. really haven't, like, so they haven't really practiced together. So there is no chemistry in this club. It's going to take some time before they understand how to play with each other. Let's just say, so hypothetically, when Aldem hasn't practiced at all with Baroma. Right. So he's going into the season not really having an understanding of Roma and how they play. If Belotti comes, he doesn't understand how Roma plays either and playing off his new teammates. Mm -hmm. um, new system. Um, well, not a new format. It might be a new formation for yeah. uh, for Jose. He likes to tweak it. True. I, think, True. I think he's been going with a 3-4-1-2, if I'm not mistaken. I think that he's been playing with two up front with one behind. Um, I heard that from Solano on the, on the pod, the Italian Forza podcast. Um, the, the Italian football pod. Yeah, that's it. I always butcher the name. Um, you got another concern. Zagnolo. He's had two significant injuries, and it's yeah. still taking him some time to get back to the level he once was at. I think I've heard people say that he's had a good preseason, but you have to do that over the course of six months or nine months. Paulo Dybala, does he stay fit for most of the season mm. or does he start to become a fall off the cliff guy? Um, when all of them had a very difficult season last year and I was listening on the league on podcast that he, he can't play on the right side, I believe. He was playing out of position. Oh, okay. he to, yeah, he needs to play on the left side, and like it was really difficult for him. So, because of the whole makeover at PSG. So, and then you're 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 making a new roster. I know that they have a lot of current players, but when you add six, seven players, it 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 makes it difficult too. You know what I mean? Like you didn't just mm -hmm. you added Dybala, Chilik, Matic, um, you got when all them I just said we just said earlier, you 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 keep going. If you bring Balotti at five, you got five six players coming into the squad that it's not like they've been there. So there's a lot of ifs. Do I think I won't deny that they are a better team. Are they a Scudetto winner? No, I don't I, think so. I don't think so because no. No. 
there's just so many ifs to make it work. I think that I, I won't I won't be delusional and say that they're not gonna get top four. I think I think I think you have to it has to be considered. Like you can't do, do you think do you do you do you think they may have on paper again, do you think they may have surpassed Napoli on paper? Because I, I I think that Inter uh, and this is not in order, by the way, because I'm not picking Inter to win the Scudetto. I'd love to see it. I'm not picking it. But, you know, Inter, Milan, Juventus, I think, are virtually locks to be top four unless there's some big surprises. Uh, and then I think that I think Roma may have on paper surpassed Napoli. I, I think that may be the case. But how is Juventus really a top four in some ways? Like, the defense didn't really get much better. It got Bremer to replace the lit, but they didn't do anything else. They still need a left back. Their right mm-hmm. back is on fucking life support, Quadrado. Like, they, they, they think he makes a good cross, and he's the he's Maradona all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> the midfield, it, it's, it's decent, but it's still, again, it's got the same issue because now Pogba's out. And you're again, you're missing that attacking midfielder that creates yeah. the creativity. Um, up front, yeah, you got Dusan Vlahovic, but who else do you have to help you up front? Moise Kane, is that really what you yeah. want? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's just it's a coin toss. And you got Inter, they don't have depth in the defense all of a sudden, they don't have wing yeah. backs. So, how does that pan out? Um, yeah, you know, like, like it's going to sound crazy saying this. Marks. It's it's going to really sound crazy to say this, but losing Ranocchia, it's going to hurt because he was an important depth player, right? I know people, he's he was a banter era guy. People love to joke about Ranocchia, but on it, like they didn't really replace him, right? So it's it, it's going to hurt. And, and DeVry is only getting older. Um, you know, if, if they do, it looks like they're keeping Scriniar, which I thank Lord and because I would have hated to lose Grinier, and I love Bastoni, who we thought that they were going to lose, and apparently they're not losing Bastoni. But you're right, the, the the center backs lost depth, and the wing backs lost depth, and they lost the best player on the team last year. Ivan Perisic was the best player on the team last year, and he's no longer there. Uh, so hopefully Gosen steps up, because I keep reading about how and listen, some of these Italian journalists are charlatans, right? So who knows? Like, how do they know some of this stuff? But I keep seeing articles in Italian papers about how, you know, about how um, Gosens has all these mental blocks. It's like, I don't know how they know that. Like, did, did you talk to his psychiatrist? Like, did, did like, I, I don't know where they're getting this information from, but I do. I worry about Gosens not staying healthy because he's he has a history of injuries. So we'll see. I also wouldn't rule out Napoli. Um, I heard a good episode from Joe Fischetti, the Forza Napoli podcast, and they got a center back by the name of Ming Jae Kim. And I like he, him. I want. I wanted him at Inter. He's good. And I think this is a guy who can immediately come in and fill the void for Kulabali. Um he looks very he's based on a turkish reporter he's got a lot of qualities to his game where he's strong physical good tackler and you'll see that he'll start off slow he said but as a few weeks in he starts to open up and adapt to the league to the team and he starts to become more open um you got ingisa who looked really good last year he's a officially into the 
into the squad and he gets a full preseason training with the team, I think that's very important. They sign a guy, a left back, Oliveira, from Getafe. I can't really comment on him, but they did get this other guy, a left winger, who is replacing Signe, Kivichka, or Kivisha. And Joseph told me that he looks really good. Explosive, fast, stamina, very dynamic. And then you got Leo Ostegaard, uh, a young center back from uh, Brighton, who was on loan at uh, Genoa. So it's not like they weren't they haven't done anything in the transfer market. They they have spent some really good money in order like they spent I'm looking at the transfer market. That's why I kind of got this information right now. 20, 40. You're looking at almost 50, 60, almost 70 million they spent. Now you also have to consider that they sold players too, but still um they 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 have done what they had to to keep their team in check. And then you got Lazio. I I I I think we'll battle for a fourth place. But I think they've gotten better for sure. They've gotten I think, better. I think I gotta give a lot of respect to Latito because the man uh, I I don't know what Sari said to him, but he's bought nine at least nine players. Lotito has been extreme couponing and saving all his money for years. I think he finally figured out, I've got to spend some of this money I've been saving all my life. Well, I, I think the smart thing is that they didn't put all their money in one in one, all their eggs yeah. in one basket. That's true. You, you, they could have bought a Dybala if they really wanted to. And if you spend that kind of money on Dybala, you're not able to kind of, buy the players that you need to fulfill all your all your spots, right? You got a young regista. You got a, a young defender. You you go and you buy a midfielder and you you're 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 addressing the needs. And I think that you're trying to spend smart and not in a in a substantial dose of what happened with Bidat Marici. Mm. So I yeah. think they're trying to really do their business smart. I think Provadel will come to Lazio. Uh, Maret is, is supposedly supposed to go to Spezia, which will allow Provadel to come to Lazio. But um, yeah, they, they yeah bringing in a guy like Romagnoli, a guy who wants to play in Lazio, I think is the biggest takeaway. Like you want players who want to play for your club as well. Yeah, true. Um, I think this, this is a... The last thing is that maybe... I know that Luis Alberto has mentioned he wants to go back home to Sevilla and uh, I'll, I'll I can end it on this one is that if he wants to go to Spain he's earned the right to go he he's been with the club for six seasons he's going to his seventh the man was the assist leader in the 2017-18 season in Syria came second in assists in Syria 2019-20 was first overall amongst players in City of all competition in assists. Like the guy has been a facilitator and restored Immobile's career because the two have created a partnership which has allowed him to be successful. Been a great complimentary player to Sergei Malinkovic-Savage. Now I know Alberto has a shit attitude. That I'm not delusional to. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But I would take this guy every day of the week, all six seasons again, to take that stupid shit attitude with the team. I don't care. When a guy, yeah, yeah, when a guy like that can change a game, like I know, I think Lazio fans have to remember the ones who do cry wolf and, 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 and pout about Alberto's attitude. Just remember when Alberto is not in the lineup, I can't imagine how many fans were crying when they were so desperate to see Alberto in the lineup and say, we need a guy who can make that pass. We need a guy who right. can move the ball forward. We need a guy who's creative, who has that ability to 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 move the play forward. Um, anytime Alberto was in the lineup, yeah, Savage was still good, but there's a part of Savage's game that he just can't just all of a sudden bring that Alberto has. Like, that's just the way it is. Alberto, as, as good as Savage is, the one thing he doesn't have in his game or is not as effective is his, Alberto's ability to distribute and, 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 and move the ball like the way he did under Inzaghi. Like, yeah, amazing. But again, like, if he's sold, like Sorry said the, in an interview yesterday, he goes, he, he's basically stayed out. He wants to go to Sevilla to be closer to home. Mm-hmm. And and if that's he goes, I don't know if he'll be with Lazio by the end of the transfer market, but there's a possibility he may not be there. And and if he's not there, apparently there's a player blocked from Verona, Illich. And um, oh yeah, I like him. And he is already everything's all ready to go if Alberto sold. So that's okay. the replacement. Yeah. Let's wrap it up on that note because I still have to eat dinner and I'm starving. Uh, but I want to give a huge thank you to those who stopped in. My guy, Lord Figo. <laughs> he's a, I love he's always throwing the pot shots at Jerry. Uh, we, we love you, Figo. He is, he is a legend. Fucking eating his milk again. Fuck. The cereal milk. Cereal fucking milk. <laughs> he, he does like F- Figo. Figo is he is the king of the uh, of the cannabis world he does like he he like tests out all the different like strains and stuff so he's he's all into it man i i, I respect i respect his hustle uh pasquale thank you for stopping in city podcast for the fans thank you d million thank you for stopping in eduardo thank you um that might be it well, i want to appreciate you guys who participated in the live chat make sure you subscribe to our channel uh, we're going to release an audio version of this episode as well. If you want to listen in the car, you know, on a jog, any parts of it you missed. For Jerry Mancini, I am Alex Dono. We will say arrivederci until next time. Another episode of the Cal- Cultural Connection podcast. We'll see you guys later. Ciao.